teachings of thy word give it light. It give it understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshulaskana. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this morning. We pray that, Lord, you minister to us. Teach us your word. Order our steps in the name of Jesus. And shall we all say, Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Right. Now, I don't want to forget, but when we close, not when we close, but somewhere after the preaching, we are going to pray over one or two things. Amen. Is that a good idea? All right. Beautiful. Good. So today we are starting a new series called Quiet Time. Amen. Quiet Time. Now, what is quiet time? Quiet time is your personal time with the Lord. Amen. So, quiet time is not prayer meeting. Amen. Quiet time is not morning devotion. You see, morning devotion is a group of people who are trying to pray and do Bible study or something in the morning. Amen. So when we say quiet time, quiet time is you and the Lord alone. Amen. You and the Lord alone. Amen. So when you are doing your quiet time, you are in your house, your home, or wherever. You take your Bible. You'll get it. You take your Bible like that. And you find a convenient place in your home. And then you spend time with God there alone. Amen. Amen. All right. So, the first scripture we want to look at is, can be found in the book of Judges. Alright? We want to check something there. And a strong Christian always has quiet time. Amen? So, in Judges chapter 2, verse number 10, is where we want to read from. So that's why every Christian must have, you must have your personal Bible. Amen. Hello? Yeah. Every Christian must have what? A Bible. Every Christian must have what? Every Christian must have what? Amen. Ask your neighbor, do you have a Bible? Amen. See, what I'm holding is my Bible. I have another Bible up there as well. You see, many of you will say, oh, my Bible is on my phone. But we all know that your WhatsApp is also on the phone. Your Facebook is also on the phone. So for you to spend time with God, what do you do? You need 
a Bible so that you will not be distracted by the other issues of life. Amen. Are you here with me? Good. So, when you look at this scripture, what does it say? And also, all that generation were gathered unto their fathers. And there arose another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. Amen. Good. So, there was some time, there was a generation that lived before this new one. Okay? They were in Egypt, in Pastor Moses' church. Somebody say, Pastor Moses. Amen. Pastor Moses had a big church. And a lot of things happened. Miracles, crossing of the Red Sea, Mount Sinai when God was giving instructions. Amen. Yeah. And um, all sorts of things. So that generation, they saw when God was, was parting the Red Sea. Amen. They saw when the firstborns of the Egyptians were dying. They saw all those miracles. They saw uh, when the quails came down from heaven. They saw when Moses struck the rock and water came. Amen. They, they, they saw when what? Aaron, uh, what? Miriam became leprous when they spoke against Moses. They saw when what? Uh, what the name of this guy who the F opened and he went inside. They saw Korah, dangerous son Korah, when he entered the F and then the F closed up. They saw all those things. But then there was a new generation who didn't get to see all these things. Amen. And you see, by this time, Pastor Moses was not around. Well, Pastor Moses had also died. Amen. So now, what uh, people used to see, to, to see Philly Philly, now it was, they were just like stories. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So this generation, they did not know the Lord. Neither did they know what God had done for Israel. So in verse 11, what happens in verse 11? And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And says Balaam, Amen. So because they didn't know the Lord, and neither did they know the works of the Lord, what happened? They started to serve idols. Are you here with me? Because they didn't know the Lord. Amen. And one of the things that helps you to know the Lord is when you have a personal quiet time. Where you and God alone spend time every day. Are you here with me? Yes. So, I'm prophesying to you about quiet time. Yeah. Because one day, this will determine whether you'll be close to God or not. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. One of the jobs of a prophet is to bring you close to God. Amen. So in Exodus, don't go there, remain here. In Exodus chapter 19 verse 4, the Bible says, See what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bear you on eagles' wings, and brought you unto myself. Alright? And the, the, the eagle is a, a sign of the prophet or the prophetic, if you like. And God is saying that when a prophet is in operation, the prophet brings you closer to God. Amen. Not closer to your breakthrough. I'm not saying coming to your breakthrough is something bad. No. That's not what we are saying. I'm not saying that if we tell you your phone number is bad. No, that's not what I'm saying. On the day I get your phone number, I'll give it to you. Amen. Uh -huh. But what we are saying is that if Moses was a prophet, by the time he finished operating, the people, you see, the Bible said when he entered Egypt, that God has sent me. The Bible says that the people fell down and worshipped God. You see, the people became close to God by the time the prophet was operating. Hallelujah. 
So beware of prophets where when they finish operating, you are not closer to God. You are still where you are. Do you understand what I'm saying? It, it's very important because it's God in heaven we are serving. Amen. God has not called us to just believe in things happening. He has called us to serve him. Are you here with me? Say, God has called me to serve him. Are you there with me? God has called me to serve him and not other things. Hallelujah. All right. So you see that because they don't know the Lord, they ended up serving other things. Amen. Now, when you do your quiet time, it helps you to, number one, develop the most important relationship of your life. And that is your relationship with God. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. You see, uh-huh, Derek, come. Thou art a married man. And you want to spend time with your wife. Do I come around to sit down? You want to be alone. There are times your phone rang and then you quickly put the phone on silent or you threw it so that it goes off. Is that not the case? Why? Because you, he wants time with his wife alone. So the phone should not disturb. Are you here with me? Yeah. And your quiet time is like that. It is your time, you and your time with God alone to pray and to study the scriptures, the Bible. Are you here with me? And this is the most important relationship of your life. Amen. So because the new generation that came up did not know the Lord, you see, they didn't even use this quiet time to try and get close to God. Because usually what happens is that you may be in church, but God is very far from you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That is why when we are teaching born again, you see, being close, close to what? A pastor doesn't make you born again. Amen. Believing in miracles also doesn't make you born again. Amen. I mean, you must believe in miracles, but it doesn't make you born again. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, when you see usually God is far from us so when you start to develop your personal relationship with him then God starts becoming close to you are you understanding what I'm saying how many are coming along with what I'm you know yeah so when you wake up in your house uh, Reverend Sammy can you help me with this one and then you wake up in the morning and then you watch the time. It's like, oh, it's five o'clock. And then you find some corner somewhere to sit. And then you begin. Father, in the name of Jesus. So the, the, the man in the check jacket there, that is God the Father for this illustration. Amen. Clap for God the Father. So when I sit here and then I begin to sing... What is happening? What is happening? God is moving eh? Where is he moving? He's moving towards me. And then when I begin to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for a new day. The word says that is of your mercies that we are not consumed. I thank you so much for giving me life. What is he doing? What is happening? He's still moving. Okay. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. What is happening? He's still moving towards me. Okay. Then I said, okay, I finished praying. Then let me, let me add... Uh, Father Lord, yesterday, you know, I slapped somebody. I'm sorry. I should not. I'm a Christian. I shouldn't have slapped the person. I'm very sorry. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. And then I also insulted somebody in my head. And I'm very sorry. I, I should not have done that. What is happening? 
He's still coming closer. Okay. So now I want to read my Bible. So um, I'm going to um, read from the New Testament, uh, from the book of John. So I'm opening. What is happening as I'm opening my Bible? It's coming what? Wow. Amen. Is it not a blessing? Hey, as I'm even, I'm looking for the verse, so, but God is coming closer to me. So now, hey, he said I should read John chapter 14. Okay. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. So now see where God is in relation to me. And this happened on a Monday morning. I was not even in church on Monday. Monday, we don't come to church. I'm in my home at 5 o'clock trying to pray, trying to read my Bible. Now look at where God is standing. Amen. This is what quiet time does for you. This is what quiet time does for you. Uh, husband, you can sit down. This is what quiet time does for you. So, uh, so what, uh, uh, but, uh, be, be with me now. I've, amen. So you see that now, as I've stepped out into the day, the Lord is with me. Have you, have you noticed that the Lord is with me? Uh-huh. So, please go back there, and then I'm in my house. And then when I wake up, and then, hey, okay, I'm going to bath. Okay, I'm ready for work. And then I just go. You see where God is? Do you see where God is? But if I spend my personal time with him, when I come, and then I say, bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship. His holy name. Sing like never before. Oh, my soul, I'll worship His holy name. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for calling me. Hey, I would have been a sinner. But now, by your grace, you've sent Jesus Christ to save me. Today, I commit my day into your care. That, Lord, you will help me today. Help me as I go out. Deliver me from temptations. Lord, the other day I fell into a temptation. Forgive me. Wash me with your blood. Today as I'm going, I'm going for job interview. I'm praying that as I'm going, Lord, may your favor be with me. Oh, God, somebody has proposed to me. I don't know what to say. Order my steps so that it shall be well with me. So that I'll make the right choice. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm about to read your word. I'm praying. Sometimes when I read, I don't understand. Holy Spirit, come and guide me so I can understand your word. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. Isaiah 55. And, I, and you who have no money, come and buy and eat. Yes, come and buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for that which is not bread? And your wages for that which does not satisfy. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. Wow. Hey, I should, this, what is good? Hey, and even the Bible says that as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word. This is very true. I have to read my Bible more. Oh God, help me to read my Bible more every morning. Help me to pray every morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, be with me as I'm going to work. So now I'm moving again. As I'm moving again, is the Lord with me? 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 Is he still with me? Is he still with me? Is he still with me? Yeah. So this is what quiet time does for you. This is what, is he still with me? Wow, he's still with me. Beautiful. Is he still with me? This is what quiet time does for us. So when you have a daily quiet time, you develop this very or the most important relationship in your life. A relationship with God 
himself. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Is it clear? All right. Now, just because you are in church, eh? It doesn't mean the Lord is with you. Amen. Uh, you see, is Annie Sarah around? All right. You see, let me tell you something. It's not everybody who goes to medical school that becomes a doctor. Have you not noticed? They all sit in the same classroom. But there are certain things that will qualify you to be a doctor. If you don't get those things, you can't become a doctor. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 11. Can we read it together? Ready, go. And Elkanah went to Ramah, to his house. And the child did minister unto the Lord before Eli, the priest. Amen. How many will agree with me that Samuel was in church? Can you give me a wave? Was Samuel in church? Samuel was in church. Was he ministering before the Lord? Okay, Melissa, where are you? Come and minister before the Lord. So, Samuel, Melissa was like Samuel or Samuel was like Melissa. Uh-huh. So, maybe you are a dancer in the church. Okay, so can you dance for us? So, he's dancing for us. And what does the Bible say? The Bible says that the child did minister unto the Lord before Eli the priest. So, then, I'm Eli the priest. So, I'm sitting here. Then, wow, Charlie, the girl is forcing her. Is working. Is doing something in the church. Is that not so? Can I have an usher? One usher, please. Run, 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 run. Very good. May the Lord run to you with a blessing in the name of Jesus. So you see that the usher also, maybe take a basket and you'll also be moving to and fro. Move from, no, no, just move from there slowly. You come this way. Is the usher also working? The usher is also working. Then, Come and, so you'll be doing that. Just be going and coming slowly like that. So you see, Melissa is ministering before the Lord, or is ministering to the Lord before Eli, and the usher is also ministering. Is that not so? Okay, can we have one aircom star? Aircom star. Run, 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 run. An aircom star is also coming. Wow. Okay. So an aircom star is also ministering before the Lord. Do you, do you see what is happening? Okay, so please keep ministering before the Lord. Just keep ministering. Uh -huh. Now, let's go to First uh, Samuel chapter 3 and verse number 1. Now, the Bible says, And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision now go to verse number seven so you see all these people what are they doing they are ministering before the lord is that not so they are ministering unto god in the church so even when we come to church we will say these are the serious ones is that not the case that's what we will say because they are the singers they are the dancers they are the horses and they are doing all their things akoto where are you akoto the drama also come Please, musicians, play something. These people are all ministering unto the Lord before Eli in the church. Amen. So, and then, can I have one prayer warrior? Where is the prayer warrior? Derek, come. Come and stand here and then be doing like you are praying. You are in the prayer ministry. Stand at the top here in the prayer ministry and be doing, it's like you are also praying. Uh-huh. So you see, all these people, what are they doing? They are ministering unto the Lord before Eli. Hey! Amen. Can I have one basenta leader? Basenta leader, can you bring two of your people that you are bringing to church? Get two of your sheep. Just come with them. Two of your sheep. Beautiful. He's even sitting with them. Clap for our brother. So you come here 
And then you two, it's like, do like you are bringing your people to church. It's also ministering before they follow your pastor as he's bringing you to church. So you see that all these people, what are they doing? They are all ministering unto the Lord. They are all what? They are all ministering. And then when we sit here, we say, Charlie, uh -huh, business meeting. This guy, he's doing very well. He's brought two people. Oh, these days Melissa has been forcing. This usher, very faithful. And you see, in the church, what they are doing is important. We are not saying it's not important. It is very important what they are doing. Because what will we do if all these people are not there? Do you get what I'm saying? Look at the instrumentalist playing. If they are not there, how will the church be? So you see that all these things are important. But something is missing. I said something is missing. Go back to verse number one. Quickly, verse one. He said, and the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. So you see, they are all working for God. They are working in the church, doing something for God before Eli. Now go to verse seven. Now, okay, now everybody stop. Stop wherever you are. Stop. Everybody stop. Let's read this verse together. Ready, go. Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. Hey. So, he's sweating to bring people to church. Is it possible he does not know the Lord? See Melissa dancing. Is it possible he does not know the Lord? Neither is the word of the Lord revealed unto her. Look at my dramas. Akoto is also a dancer. Look at my keyboardist. Look at the prayer warrior. He says he's into prayer. I know prayer warriors who are thieves. Yes. Yeah. I had a, a, a friend, a prophet friend, one of his prayer warriors. I said, Charlie, this guy is a very bad guy. I put my three million here. He's come to take it. I said, hey. And that was the main prayer warrior of him. <laughs> it's not easy. Are, are you here with me? So you notice that even though these Samuels and Samueles are serving the Lord in the church, the Bible says, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. This is why quiet time is important. Because you can be in the church. You come. But you don't know the Lord. You are a very good church member. Thank God for good church members. You see, every pastor likes a, a good church member. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes, we all love. Oh, and you can we love it. We so oh, who is this? Oh, you're a very faithful church member. You know, every every pastor likes a, a, a faithful, including me. I also like faithful uh, church members. Do you understand what I'm saying? But this these people they are faithful church members, but do they know the Lord? When we organize convention, they may come. Encourage the prophet to minister. They will shout, preach on. But, do they know the Lord? This is what Christianity is about. This is what Christianity is about. This is what Christianity is about. So now God saw that Samuel is in the church. He wakes up in the church. He works in the church. He sleeps in the church. Now, God, even when God is calling Samuel, Samuel thinks that it is, it is it's the pastor who is calling. Amen. Till God decided, I know. Now, if I don't personally come to Samuel, Samuel will sit in this church and he will never know me. So as he was calling and he kept going to his pastor, then his pastor said, no, 
His pastor said, I think it's God that is calling you. So you know what? The next time when he calls you, say that, Lord, I'm listening to you. And from that day, Samuel started to have a personal relationship with the Lord. Today, God is calling you to have a personal relationship with him through quiet time. God is calling you to have a personal relationship with him through quiet time. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Look at all these nice people. If we arrive in heaven, we are, where is Melissa? Oh, God forbid. He didn't make it to. He said, how? Will you not say how? How possible? You say, e even me, I wasn't doing anything in the church, but I'm here. How come, Melissa? That is the answer there. Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Neither was the word of the Lord revealed to him. It is my prayer that we all get. I honor you. Yesterday, you were with me. Thank you for being with me. I pray that you also be with me today. In fact, yesterday, when I went for the interview, you... You, you opened the door for me, and I thank you for this new job. Great things he has done. Greater things. Is the Lord coming? He will do unto the Lord. You make sure you don't disturb the family members. Be the glory. Great things he has Oh God, I thank you so much. Even when they ask me, what salary did I want? I didn't even know what to say. And I went to say thousand. Then, then they said, no, no, no. They'll give me three thousand five. Oh, God. Oh, God. I am so grateful to you. In fact, let me read my Bible today and see what the Lord will tell me today. I've been reading from John 16. Let me just continue reading. Wow. Verse 2 says, And they shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea. The time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God a service. And these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. Hey! You see again, there are some people, they don't know the Father and they don't know Christ. Hey! But if you don't read the word, you will not know. One of the things I learned, this is my quiet time a few days back. And what I learned was this. Thank you, Derek. He said, these things have I spoken unto you that ye should not be offended. And I learned that one of the ways to prevent yourself from becoming offended in the church is to listen to what Jesus says. If you don't listen to what Jesus is saying, you can easily be offended and go off. Amen. Yeah, because he said that, these have I spoken to you. There are some things that Jesus is speaking about that if you listen, it will prevent you from becoming offended. Are you here with me? And I learned this from quiet time. Amen. I learned it from quiet time. Then I went into Greek and Hebrew of what it means to be offended. It means to put a stumbling block or impediment in the way. So when you are offended, it means that a stumbling block has been put in your way. Do you understand what I'm saying? And this is what I learned whilst I was doing what? My quiet time. You see that now the Lord has also taken a seat. And he's also sitting by me as I'm going through the Bible. Wow. Put your hands together for the Lord. When you don't have this relationship with the Lord, that is when church becomes boring. Church is not sweet. There's no power. There's no whatever. Because you yourself, there's no relationship between you and God. Are you learning something today? How many would like to have this relationship with God? Would you like to? So start having your quiet time. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Number two. Having a quiet time makes you develop the most important personal habit of all time. A regular time with your creator. So you see that as I'm having my quiet time, the one who created the heavens and the earth and everything in it is sitting by me as I'm having my quiet time. Amen. Amen. 
What do you think? So, when you do quiet time, you develop, you develop the habit of spending time with God alone every day. You develop this habit, which is very important. Amen. Amen. What do you think? Number three. During quiet time, during your quiet time, you draw nigh to God and God draws nigh to you. Amen. Please go back there and then. Amen. So you saw that when I was having my quiet time, it's not like when I started then God jumped and he was there. But as I kept doing it and I increased the quality of my quiet time, God started coming closer and closer until he was with me. That's how relationships are. Amen. Relationships don't develop overnight. They take time to develop. So your relationship with God is also going to take time to develop. Are you there with me? Alright. But then, when you have your quiet time, God sees that you are trying to draw close to him. And then he will also start drawing close to you. Are you there with me? So maybe I'm starting to do my quiet time. Then I have taken one step like this. He's also taking one step like that. Eh? Then I take another step. Maybe I'm singing, You make my life so beautiful. And as you are, you have made me here on earth. Then I'm also praying, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my family members. Financially, it's not easy. But your word says that you supply all our needs according to your riches in glory. I pray for my family that you will help my family. Oh God, next week my brother is getting married. I pray in the name of Jesus that everything will go smoothly in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we are praying. It looks like there's a lot of COVID around. But have mercy on us so that this COVID will not kill us. You see, what are you doing? You are praying. And you see that now? And this is what God wants for you. How can the devil attack you when God is standing here with you? How can the devil attack you? Look at where God is standing. You, you wouldn't even have time to bind in it. Because where God is standing, you, he can't come close for you to even have to bind whatever. What do you think? Are you learning something? And I'm telling you that this is Christianity. And I feel that many of us, we've thrown this Christianity away. And we have reduced Christianity to something we do on Sundays. That is what Christianity has been reduced to. That if, you see, Christianity is when you come to church on Sunday for two or three hours. I finish practicing my Christianity. And that is why some of us, on Friday, we go to the disco. Because Sunday is for church and Friday is for disco. And that is why some also go on sleepover. From Friday to uh, what? Monday morning. Amen. That is what Christianity has been reduced to. And I'm calling all of us to come back to real Christianity. I said come back to real Christianity. Come back to real Christianity. Where even in your house, when we come, they'll say, hey, as for Abigail, at this time he's praying. Go and come back later. 5 a.m. What are you doing? This time she's praying. Which won't mind you. Because is she, this time is Abigail and her God though. Nothing else. You should have such a testimony. We went for a funeral. Just yesterday. Great man had died. Great church. Hey, the testimony. It was so sweet. The pastor who preached at the funeral, he was jealous of the man who had died because he was wondering, so if I die, would they say some of these good things that they said about this man? Amen. How many remember David in the Bible? You see that when God was looking for a king, the prophet got up to anoint Eliab. And God said, no, no, no. I have not chosen this one. I've not, he said, don't look, look, don't look on the stature of the person to choose him as king. Do you get it? Because there are some people, when you look at them, they look like, like if you look at my priest, he looks like a priest. But is that what God has chosen? 
you will notice that even though David was in the bush, David, whilst he was in the bush, he would sit under a tree. As he's sitting under the tree, watching the sheep, and the sheep are eating, and some of them are lying down. Then he said, oh, let me spend some time with the Lord. Lord, I thirst for you. I long to be in your in the bush in the bush so you see that even though he was in the bush he was spending time with god so he was not in town but god had located him in the bush why because of quiet time because of quiet time so when god needed a king he said no no there's a boy in the bush he should come and be king these city boys they they, they don't do quiet time they do, i don't know them I don't know them. Hey. Wow. So the prophet got up to anoint Eliab. And God said, no, 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 no. Hallelujah. You see, when we went to the funeral, <laughs> then, you see, we went officially dressed. So, uh, the pastors I went to, priest was one. <laughs> then uh, Reverend Sami was one. Then, so when they got there, they said, oh, who are you? They said, we are the clergy. They said, okay. So, <laughs> go to the front there and sit where the clergy sits. So, they went to sit down. I said, okay. So, when I got there, they said, who are you? Then I said, oh, um, I'm Bishop Francis. They said, your name, where is your name? Then they took a pen. They looked at and they located my name. They said, your seat is something D, 14D or something. So D14. So they took me to D14. So, and I was very happy with the D14 because on the top of the D14, there was a fan. So I was very happy sitting at the D14. Then I, I said, where are my pastors? Then I realized that they were sitting on, at the top, behind the pulpit. I said, oh, they should be happy there. I'm happy here. So, as they were sitting there, I said, no, 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 we are in the wrong <laughs> We are in the wrong place. I said, no, 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 I'm very happy here. I have a, I'm very happy here. So, maybe if you, if you can join me, I'm fine. But if you can't join, you can be there. If you there, it's very... Then... As they were moving, they said, no, no, no. We've made a mistake. The bishop has to sit there. All these pastors must come down. Bishop <laughs> should rather go there. Oh. I even fought with them that, no, I want to sit there. They said, they will not agree. So I had to go up there. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So like David, he's in the bush. Totally in the bush. Smelling of sheep. He's not bad for many days. But he's the one singing. I fix my eyes on you, the altar of my faith, casting aside every weight and every word. I've forgotten the words. One thing I ask, this one thing I seek, that I may dwell in the house, O oh Lord. My. Meanwhile, he was in the bush with smelling of sheep. But what made the difference? What made the difference was the habit of spending time with God alone. Let's develop this habit. I said, let's develop this habit. Let's develop this habit. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three. Please clap for them. You can sit down. Are you learning something today? During your quiet time, you draw nigh to God and God draws nigh to you. I've spoken about number four. A quiet time makes you read the most important book in the world. The most important book in the world is the Bible. Amen. 
This is the most important. The greatest prophetic book. Those of you who believe in prophets, the greatest prophetic book is this book. Amen. This is the greatest prophetic book. So if you're a prophet, you'll be very interested in what this book says. You will not put this book aside and say, Enedye, ye the Bible e tun chen, ni ashem komon kwan. No. No. Because this book is the most prophetic book on earth. Is this 2 Samuel 2.18? And we have a more sure word of prophecy. That ye shall do well to adhere to it. Put it there for me. Huh? Is it 2.18? Put it there quickly. You didn't hear 2 Peter 2.18? Or is it 2.8? Find it for me. Amen. You see? So, it's the most prophetic book. Do you get it? It's the most what? Prophetic book. So, if you're a Christian, this is the book to read. Have you found it for me? This is the most important book you must be reading. Every day. Amen. Every what? Every what? Every what? Amen. Beautiful. Let me get this verse to show you. Is it there? All right. 219. Can we read it together? Ready? Go. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well. That ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Verse 20. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. Verse 21. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man. But holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. That is how the, this word of prophecy was written. That's how it was written. So the, word, the first word of prophecy every Christian has to obey, believe, and adhere to is this Bible, the word of prophecy in the Bible. In today's Christianity, many have thrown their Bibles away. They have literally thrown the Bible away to the extent that even if they should need advice, they will not look at what the Bible says. Yeah. They'll put the Bible aside. Are you here with me? Yeah. Wow. Go back to 19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. So, the more sure word of prophecy is the Bible. It's not UOD. I, I have nothing against it. Christian has to understand that all these things have their place and they must be balanced. You can't go eating only meat. You will die. You can't eat only carbohydrates. You will also die. You can't eat only sugar. You will die. You can't eat only salt. You see, everything must be balanced. Amen. Are you there? This is why quiet time must be important to you. Because we are losing, the, you see, some time ago, when you take a Christian 
you see, we were like this. But as the years are going by, this is what is happening. This is what is happening. The, the distance between Christians and God is becoming wider and wider and wider and wider and wider. One day I was talking to one Christian girl. He told me that the uncle told her that you see these things today, virgin and virginity, those were the old days. These days you can play around a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are his old days. <laughs> it's old days. Now you can play around a bit. That's what, but is that what the Bible says? And I'm sure this person on Sunday goes to church. So you see that the person is in church, but the distance between this person and God is becoming what? Wider. Hey. I'm teaching you Christianity. That is why pastors today, they are afraid to, afraid to preach the Bible. That's why they are afraid to preach the Bible. Because when they preach the Bible, many would not come to church. But when you come, that, that is why, maybe you should call it prophetic uh, love service. Once you put prophetic in front, then yes. Then when you come, ah, I see. I say, wow, you, you understand what I'm saying? Then that, that is why now everybody is a prophet. That is because if, if I'm not, a, you will not come to church. It's very difficult to teach you what you really need to know as a Christian. Because if I don't turn into a prophet, I'm not powerful enough for your attention. And it's another way the devil robs you of knowing. You see, so many Christians have grown up not having a close relationship with God. Because all they need is one powerful prophet. Uh-huh. Hey. I hope you are learning, no? How many points have I given you? Four. Let's do number five. We are almost through. A quiet time is your personal time of the word. Amen? When you read your Bible every day, it's like you are in Bible school. You begin to know scriptures. You see, in the first service, I told them that many of you, you take notes, but many of us, we don't refer to the notes we take. Two of us. Only few. In that sense, we had only one person to say he refers to the notes. And that person is a student, university student. Do you get it? So many of us, we don't refer to our notes much. But as you do your quiet time every day, you remember something. You remember something. So you see that as, as we were sitting here, and I was even illustrating, and then we read from John 16. Which verse was that? That was one of my quiet time verses. That I, that, that's, what, that's what I remember. Then we, I read from what? Isaiah chapter 55. That's another quiet time verse. That I remember. Well, as I was doing my quiet time, then I went into my Thompson chain to look for something. Then I went to uh, what? Isaiah chapter 55. So that's how come I remember those verses. So as I need a verse for illustration, it's what I've been studying in my quiet time. That comes to mind quickly. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It will interest you to know that even... Uh, what? Uh, what? Judges chapter what? 2 verse 10. It was out of quiet time. Yes. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 11. It was also quiet time. Then First Samuel chapter 3 verse 1 and chapter 3 verse 7. They were all as a result of quiet time. Amen. Which, which had nothing to do with this. It had nothing to do with what I was preaching. It's when I was having my quiet time that I noticed that no, this verse it's related to the quiet time. And that's why I wrote it there. But it was, not, it was not part of the... It was rather my quiet time. Amen. So don't think that maybe I'm a bishop. So I, I mean, as for me, at my level. No. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. This morning I've had my quiet time. Before coming to church. Because I'm a Christian. Amen. As a bishop, I can even be deconsecrated. Do you understand what I'm saying? I can be removed. As all those things can be removed from, from me. Amen. 
So what remains? My relationship with the Lord. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. That's why some people, when you get annoyed with the church, so you don't go to church anymore and you are sitting at home, you see, it's a sign that you don't have a personal relationship with God. Because at best, if you even are annoyed with a church, you'll find another church to go to or something. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you are so annoyed with the church that you won't serve God again. It means that you, have, you don't have a personal relationship with God. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, you see that personal school of the word as you sit down every day to read a verse or two from your Bible. Amen. How many points have I given you? Let me give you two more and then we will close. Turn to somebody and say, this is Christianity. During your quiet time, you increase in your personal knowledge of the scriptures. Amen. 2 Peter 1.5 But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Then 2 Samuel chapter 3.18 Your personal what? Quiet time gives you the opportunity to add knowledge to your faith. Okay? So we just read from what? 2 Peter 2.19 Which also shows us uh, what word of prophecy to listen to in that sense. Amen? Yeah. But then your knowledge in the scriptures will greatly increase as you have your quiet time. Amen. Yeah. In the first service, we also gave them Psalm 119 verse 9. Give me Psalm 119 verse 9. Where without shall a man cleanse his way? One one nine verse nine. By taking heed according to the word of God, okay, yeah. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereunto according to thy word. What does eleven say? Verse eleven. Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I may not sin against thee. Why has sin increased? In the church, forget about the world. As of the world, we know that the world is sinful. But why has sin increased in the church? Here is the answer. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So you see, when you have your quiet time and the word of God is in your heart, what happens? Sin reduces in your life. I tell you. I tell you. You see why the devil doesn't want you to read your Bible? He doesn't want you to have a personal quiet time. Verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Verse 130. The entrance of your word giveth light. It giveth understanding to the simple. Amen. So your personal knowledge of the scriptures. Is that six? And finally, when you have your quiet time, you experience the presence of God. Amen. You see, sometimes you think that the only time you have the presence is in a convention, in a meeting, in church. But you can also experience what? The presence when you spend time with God alone. You see, sometimes when we're having flow prayer, I, I've had about two visions in the middle of flow prayer in my house. Yes. In my room, as we were just praying. Yeah. Amen. Uh, two visions. I, I wrote all of them down. In the midst of the prayer. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is Christianity. And I really want to teach you that there is more to Christianity than being in church only on Sunday. Being in church on Sunday is a very important part of Christianity. But there's even more. There's even more. I said there's even more. And then when you start having this quiet time, you have opened the door 
to seeing more of the Lord. Then you'll be able to see that, oh, nyame sumyede. Then you'll be able to say that church is sweet. You see that we are charismatic Christians. But I noticed that when we went to this church we went to yesterday, I could appreciate everything they were doing, the hymns, everything. So I noticed that if you are not close to God and you sit in there, you will not appreciate what they are doing. You will see, when you are a strong Christian, you will see the importance of the hymns that our senior churches have written for us. You will see the importance. Yeah. One of the things that struck me was when they were talking about born again. <sighs> that you see, you see, the widow was saying that when we got married, we were not born again. They were in church. But then when we got born again, hey, we got born again and we had a personal relationship with God. Yes. Yes. I said, wow. And we will pray. He said, I'll see my husband pray every day. My husband will do Bible study. He, he could gather people, sit down with them and have, you, you, you will see you see an orthodox Christian doing Bible study with Greek and Hebrew. Even at that point, he was not even a pastor. But he could do those things. And he, you see, as he continued to love, he was a businessman with two businesses. But at the point, as he continued to serve the Lord, he said, no, 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 no. What I have seen of the Lord, I need to be a lay pastor. So he started, yes, in the orthodox church. He started to be a, a lay because he found something as he became born again. He found something in the Lord. Not a charismatic Christian, an orthodox Christian. He found something. And he became a lay pastor. And at the point he said, no, 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 no. I, 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 I need to serve God full time. Yeah, reverend engineer. And he left his business and everything and came to serve God full time. And you see, but even as they were talking about his full time, you see, what struck us about this man was not even his full time, but his Christianity. His Christianity. The Christianity he practiced as an individual, as a normal man. That is what struck us. Not the fact that he was a pastor. Amen. Yeah. Many of us, we've thrown this Christianity away. We just want the power. We just want some blessing. We just want something and we are okay. Whatever is left is whatever. As this woman was giving her tribute of her husband. And he said, you see, as he was talking, it's like, look, you've done your part and you are gone. We thank the Lord. It's okay. We thank the Lord. It's not our Lord. Why have you taken my God? You see that the woman who has lost the husband, the woman knows the Lord. Yes. I'm calling everybody here back to the Lord. Come back to the Lord. Come back to the Lord. Your church games alone will not save you. I said, your church games alone will not save you. And that's why today we are talking about quiet time. Today when you get home, maybe you should kneel by your bed and try and practice what you'll be doing tomorrow morning when you wake up. I'm telling you. Amen. And you will see that God will become closer to you. God will become closer to you. Yeah. Why do you think this woman, what is it called? Kiara Job, he said what? The more I seek you, the more I find you. Because when you do your quiet time, you draw close to God and he draws close to you. Amen. Have you learned something today? Stand to your feet. We'll continue next week. Before we sit down with every eye closed, you may be here today, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. 
I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Christ. So if you are here today and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Anybody here like that? All right. Shall we pray? Father Lord, I pray for other miracles to take place. I pray for job miracles. Oh, you should shout amen. I pray for job miracles. I pray for job miracles. I pray for job miracles. I pray for business miracles. I pray for business miracles to happen in the name of Jesus. Oh God, I pray that you send prosperity to your children in the name of Jesus. Let them prosper in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, and we give you glory in the name of Jesus. And shall we all say amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you. And we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.